we get started. Good morning, everybody. It's good to see you guys. Good morning, good morning, good morning. If you would just go to two people and just tell them, hug them, or just tell them two things or three things that God has done good in your lives this, this week alone, if you would just go to two or three people before I get started, I really would encourage you to do that right now at this time. You can go ahead and go. Just two to three people and just tell them two or three th good things that God has done for you this week. A hug, a handshake, a high five, two or three people. God let me leave work today so I could come to work, come here. So Amen. I'm not dressed for the occasion, but Amen. I, I was able to come. So that. Amen. How about you? It's all good. Hey, I'm, let me turn this off. Amen. Two or three people, two or three things that God has done for you. Just. Whatever he's done, there's two or three things that you're excited about that God has done for you, that you're happy about that God has done for you. Amen. Just two or three. I'm going to take this jacket off today. Amen. And as... As we're doing that, I want to start off sharing a psalm with you, Psalm 47. God says, and, and, and David says in the Bible that it is okay for us to do this, and I'd love for us to do this together, just all in one accord. It says, Psalm 47 says, clap your hands, all you nations, shout to God with cries of joy. And I'm going to ask you to, to cry with joy, not unless you want to. It says, for the Lord most high is awesome, the great king over all the earth. He's over all the earth. He's over everything. He subdued nations under us, peoples under our feet. Back then they were uh, uh, worried sometimes that they would get defeated by the enemy all the time, actually, I, I guess I could say. But he proclaims that we can clap our hands in joy and in triumph because God is over all the earth and those folks who came to destroy us and those things that came to destroy us will not win, are not going to win. So if you would, as I get started, just clap your hands for our God. He's been good to us. Amen. 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 My name is Brian Wade II. I am not Pastor Brian, the pastor. I am a um, person who is here uh, as a pastoral resident. And now a family member of York Alliance. It's good to see you guys this morning. I usually sit over there, but today I am here. <laughs> and I just want to uh, give you a warm welcome. Uh, I, I believe he's listening. So uh, excuse my vernacular, but I'm going to say a shout out to him wherever he is. I hope you hear me, man. I hope you're having a splendid time at the beach. I wish I could be there with you. I will be there soon. I'm proclaiming that. I'm going to the beach this summer. <laughs> So we thank God for, for him, and I thank God for all his love he's shown to me. Uh, if I could, because sometimes this does not happen with our youth, I want to highlight two youth uh, persons in particular who go to Logos who do a, a fantastic job, and that of Max and that of Elliot. I really celebrate you guys. Man, you guys do a great job. If you could just raise your hand at Logos. I work there. Sometimes we expect our youth to do great things, but we got to show them some love. 
in front of others. Um, sometimes we don't say the right things, but I'm going to say to them, I, I appreciate and love you guys, man, and just want to show you some love today. Let's give it up for them one more time. Amen. 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 Hello to all the visitors who are here. I hope you're here to hear a word from God. Uh, this, this title of this sermon is called, I'm Not Fighting Alone. I'm Not Fighting Alone. I don't know if there's been some of you who've been dealing with some issues, who've been like you feel like you've been fighting. But today I'm going to leave you with, I'm not fighting alone. God is with you, okay? And he's fighting for you. Whether you know that or just need to hear it again, we're going to talk about that today. Let me share this with you first and foremost. A little rough week. Didn't stop last night. Um, about 10 o'clock, watching a sermon, inspiration for today, just to get pumped up, motivated. We all need pumped up, right? And so as I'm doing this, I hear uh, a strange sound and a strange noise behind my wall. And it's, it's amazing how sometimes good things are supposed to be used for good, sometimes can turn for bad. Um, and that goes into our message. But I hear water going I'm like, stop, what is this? This can't be the TV. It's 2022, and usually we don't hear the fuzz no more. For all of you who remember when it was like that, and you had to kind of, you know, adjust the antennas and things. So I check, and I see that there's water coming out of a pipe <laughs> from the main line in Dover to my house, and I got to fix it because everybody else is closed, and it's 10 o'clock. And I am not a plumber. I'm just not. I mean, I don't know about maybe you are, but I'm not a plumber. Uh, I'm just going to keep it real with you. And so uh, I had to figure out what am I going to do in this situation. That's a good situation. Uh, I have a beautiful basement God blessed me with. We just uh, had it finished about two, three months ago. It's pretty nice. That's what people say to me. That's what they say. <laughs> and you got this water behind the wall that's that's going and where it's coming from, there's no place like to, to tighten something up. And it's 10 o'clock and the stores are closing. So I end up going to a store in New York. I said, I got to go to the store. Before I do that, I get with my companions, right? We need companions in our lives. I don't know if you guys have those, but they are important. So I said, wife, come here. Let me talk to you real quick. <laughs> I said, I need your help. You know, I, I just need to, I need to talk to somebody about this. You know, I know you've been with the baby. We just had a newborn uh, about 13 weeks ago. But I, 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 need help. I need to talk to somebody about this because I don't usually do this. And I don't want to mess this basement up and the water come out even more. And then we got to do a whole bunch of other things. Or wake uh, Robbie up who lives down the street from me and have him come. And I don't want him to have to go through all of that. I mean, I could have just did something. So God help me. My hands are up. Um, please help me. So Robbie... I don't call. I go to the store. I go to one store. They don't have what I need. They don't have any wrenches, no pipe wrenches. I leave there. I said, you know what? It's 10.50. Walmart closes at 11. I'm going to go to Walmart. I'm going to try to make it to Walmart. I get to Walmart. There's five cop cars blocking the entrance <laughs> at Walmart because I believe somebody might have been shoplifting at Walmart. But my mind is still focused on, I'm going to get this, the league's still going, mind you, at my house, right? It's still, and so I'm going to get this done. I get it, finally get past the officers. I said, you know what, hopefully they don't think I'm being disrespectful, but zzz, I got to get in here. 
And so I, I, I get into Walmart. I got five minutes. The lady seems like she was talking to me. As soon as, she, as soon as I walk in, she got on the mic. We will be closing our store in five minutes. Please get all your purchases. People are looking at me when I'm walking the opposite direction. I said, I'm going to get what I need tonight because I got to be at church and I got to take a shower, right? <laughs> and so I get everything that I need. I, I get it. I get out the store. I get home and I get it fixed. The other companion I called on was my grandfather, uh, Pastor Bishop Carl Scott. And, you know, he just seems to know everything. He just always knows. So I called him, and he said, you know, this is what you should do. You should try this. You should do this. Have you thought about this? And so it's already late. He has church, and so I didn't want to keep him on the phone. But I kept my hands in a posture and my heart lifted. I said, God, you're going to work this thing out for me. I got to get here. I got to talk to the people tomorrow. I got to share this word that, that I've been wrestling with all month long. I've had a really rough week, uh, but I know you're going to help me through this. And, and, and it worked out. And we thank God. There's no water behind the wall at my house because he worked it out. Today, you're going to see how God works things out in ways you would not believe. Please hear him speak through his word as Dave comes. From Exodus 17, starting with verse 8. Then, can you hear me? It's all right, we're going to work it out. Yeah, it only goes that far. I was just going to talk louder. Exodus 17, starting in verse 8. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose for us men and go out and Tomorrow, I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek, while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands grew weary. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it, while Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side, the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Then, Moses, then the Lord said to Moses, write this as a memorial in a book and recite it in the ears of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it, The Lord is My Banner, saying, A hand upon the throne of the Lord. The Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Amen. In the words Tim just shared, God me, O oh, great Jehovah, pilgrim through this barren land. You are mighty, hold me with 
your powerful hand. hand. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, feed me until I want no more. Amen. Building the people of God is the series. Is there anybody in here who feels like as you go forward in life, you feel a pull from the enemy just pulling you back? I've come for you today. I mean, as you go this way, maybe it's addiction. Maybe it's a thought. Maybe it's a memory. Maybe it's something that happened to you outside of your control. Maybe it's something that still plagues you. Even to this day, I've come for you. I've come to help you today. The Israelites in this story, in verse 8 through 16, encounter an enemy designed to destroy them. Designed to destroy them. In the Amplified Version, verse 8, it reads, Then came Amalek. Everybody say Amalek. No, it's a different name. Then came Amalek, descendants of Esau. That's very important. And fought with Israel at Rephidim. Let me make sense of this and let me share this with you. In the Bible, to give you the history of the Amalekites, in Genesis 14, 7, you have the Amalekites first mentioned. They were warlike people. Just hold that. They were warlike people. Malachites, warlike people. You got this group over here. But then you have Esau, son of Isaac, who gave up his birthright, who clung to fleshly things and not spiritual things, the things of God. That's, that's pretty much the moral of the story. I don't have time to give you the whole thing. That's Esau. From Esau came the Edomites, right? The Edomites and the Amalekites end up being in a region together, and apparently they link up. So you got a spirit, a warlike spirit, and then you have a group of people who are jealous and upset. That's the spirit they're passed down because now they don't have firstborn rights anymore. And they all entangle and get together. It's a flesh-pulling spirit. Okay, Esau had the, the, the right, just like all, all of us do, to choose the godly way, the spiritual path. He did not. And so this spirit passes down, and they link up. So you got a warlike group, and you got this other group of Edomites that come together, and they form the Amalekites. But that's not it. They come together to try to attack Israel, which, of course, Jacob's name goes from Jacob to Israel, which claims the firstborn rights. Israel's going to claim those rights that God has given them. Here come the Amalekite, these same people who have that spirit to come to try to take that away from them. You guys are not going to get what God has for you. Isn't that just like the enemy? You're, I'm not, I mean, I don't know about you, but sometimes I, I come in encounter with the enemy and I feel his attack like just trying to pull me on my life. If we could be just transparent today. I don't, is there anybody here who experiences things that happen that just kind of pull you and hold you back? And don't allow you to focus and think about the goodness of God like he would want to. Maybe it's you lost somebody. Maybe it's something that happened at work. Maybe it's something somebody said about you a long time ago. Maybe it's something you're struggling with. Maybe it's some secrets that are holding you back. 
But they say to them, we are not going to allow you to get victory and go to your promise. We heard. We heard you guys crossed over that Red Sea. We, we heard you triumphed and you went across with your stuff, with your bad selves, right? And, and, and we, 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 heard, we, we are not going to let it. I'm just going to be me. We're just not going to let it go down like that. Okay, we are coming after you and we are going to, that's the enemy. This whole scriptural text, these, these eight verses are a, a, a type of spiritual warfare. We do deal with that if we're real. Yes, we come to church, got our button-ups on, checkered shirts, you know, pants iron. Some have creases and, you know, we come and our, our collars are right and our families are together. They go downstairs, everything's good, we go out to eat. And, but we still have some things, we're, we're, going, we're saved, we're going to heaven, but we still have some things that we are wrestling and struggling with. There are some things. If we be real, you could just nod, you don't got to actually say anything because you might tell on yourself. But there are some things that we struggle and we deal with. And the good news is God designs in this passage, if it's taught or if it's preached, an answer for how you deal with, it's a strategic answer, it's not just a direct thing, how you deal with going through battles when the enemy is trying to pull you to go in the wrong direction. And the clap should go right there. That's, that's good news. That's good news. That's good news. I'll stop. I won't ask you to clap no more. I'm just telling you, that's good news. Because we face things. Somebody asks, well, how are you doing today? I'm good. You might not really feel like that. You, I, I'm struggling. And if you add up 10 minutes, I might really tell you what's really going on with me. I'm still dealing with this. This still hurts. Somebody said something about my figure or somebody said something about my personality. Some people are talking about me, about me at my Whatever it is, you are still, some of these things are not even in your control. Happened to you before you even came here. Maybe things in your family a long time ago, but the enemy will use that to turn you in the opposite direction. But the Amalekites, they didn't even want to turn them. They wanted to kill them. Whew, that's heavy. The enemy wants to destroy us so that we can't be strong and help somebody else as we go in the right direction. He wants to destroy us by something that that, that, that we might think, yeah, they were a little weak. I'm out here, and I got to wait from, from the sky, from, from my food, and, and, and I got to have water from a rock. And, and, and Man, what kind of life? What is this? What, is, what kind of life is this? Man, you got, got me way out here. Come on, I, I was good back there when we was. We get to these places where we're just ungrateful. Life has turned, and we just want to turn our whole face and look backwards, if we're real. I think you get that. But here's what God does. I'm not going to be before you long. I know we have a, a great sunny day today. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> right? To, 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 to go into, but here's how God handles this. Watch God. God says, look, not only am I going to help you, but I'm going to show you how you deal with spiritual warfare and battles in your life. First thing I want you to notice in this text, we see great a great answer, companionship. Everybody say companionship. Companionship. Mind you, let me give you a definition of Malachites. The Malachites were a people that lick up or exhaust people of lapping, a strangler of the people, a type of the flesh, warlike dweller in the... These are the people they were around. But God gives them three things I believe we should take away from this story. He focuses on 
companionship. He writes in there on purpose, there are some people who hold up Moses' hands during this time. I just want to encourage you. We want to focus and have our minds set on being the best companions we can be for each other. Companionship, I can give you the long definition, but I'm not. Guys like to be talked to. I know. I'm not going to even read it, right? Companionship is just essentially a deeper friendship. Even if I'm not with Tim, I know Tim's praying for me. I know I can call Tim up. Tim, uh, I'm struggling. I, I, I see some things going on. My, my, my physical, can, can we at least just go swimming? Can we talk a little bit? Can we, can we swim some? La- I, I know already he's walking with me, right? He's holding me up. Okay, got my hands up. All right? Things like that, companionships. What are the things that interfere with you having good companionships with others? People need us. It's good to have people hold our arms up when we're wrestling. Can you imagine Moses? All these things going on, and the brothers come with them, Aaron and her. Hold those hands up. I got you, Moses. Right? Hold those hands. Because you don't understand, Moses, as you, as you stand here and get this victory, many, many years from now, there's going to be somebody else who comes on, this, on a hill, who we call a rock, who's going to claim victory and win it all for us. Right? But they help him out. They give, they give him victory. And I just want to encourage you guys. God shows us the importance of companionship. Must it be said? Yes, it must. That also, Jesus is our companion. He walks with us. He talks with us. Along the, He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives with us. You ask me how I know he lives. Because he lives in my heart. He lives today, and he wants to be your companion for all of you who do not know him. Maybe there's some, but companionship is key in this, this text. I want you to see it. They're with him. Okay, let's, let's highlight companionship. Another thing to highlight is this companionship gives us courage. Everybody say courage. We hear the word, but it's real. We need courage sometimes. I don't know how I'm going to go into this meeting and make it. I don't know how I'm going to make uh, this relationship where I need some courage. I need, after you hold my hands up and we prayed and we give it over to God and, and know he's going to do it, I need some courage. But the companionship gives you some courage. So not only God says, look, I could just fix it like that. You guys walk up. But I'm going to let you fight through it so you can see how to deal with it when it comes back your way again. Companionship. And then they get, they get courage. They get, I, could, I know Moses had to be encouraged by them brothers holding them up. And we can use, in the context, sisters as well, holding the arms of, of other sisters up or other brothers up as well. We go through a lot, of, a lot of spiritual weights, hurts of our children, divorce, childhood devastations that still may haunt and plague you, lack of confidence due to failure, regret. Regret can be huge. Oh, I wish I'd Man, well, I guess I can. Yes, you can. You can go forward. You can make it. It can happen. It can be better. Regret, uh, dis- disease, or disease can hold us back because of what my ailment is. I don't think that I can make it. This Amalekite-type spirit will allow you to focus more on the disease than the God who can heal you from the disease or make things better in your warlike situation. Sickness, lost loved ones, being hurt, and there are so many others. We 
will get courage as we hold each other up. This is a recipe for us to succeed in battle, especially spiritual warfare. Come cry with me a little bit. Help me as I go through. You get courage. But not only do you get courage after the companionship, you get consolation. I know it's going to be all right. I know I'm going to make it. Uh, they, they had to know that then. Hold my arms up. When we hold them up, we're winning. When we put them down, we're not. Side note, I wonder when he realized that actually was going to happen. Like, you know what? They're losing right now. Oh, let me put them back up. When my arms are up, I'm winning. When I'm giving it to him, I'm winning. When I'm trying to do it on my own, I'm not. I encourage you. I dare you. Lift those arms up. This is a posture sometimes that's not comfortable for us. Uh-oh, who's? Somebody look. I give it to you, God. <laughs> I give it to you. It's, it's, it's yours, God. You made me. You know what? I, you gave me the gifts. It's all you. I'm not going to do it on my own. I give it to you. I can't do it on my own anyway. You showed me that. On my own, I went the complete not good direction. I give it over to you. I want to encourage you to to have this posture more in your life. It's okay. Man, it's all right. (laughs) This this, this is a good one right here. I'm telling you it is. Because you'll walk away free. You'll walk away feeling better. The people around you will like you a little bit more. Be a little bit more easygoing. Pride might shake off a little bit. Might even lead somebody else to Christ. Because my hands are up. This is the posture I walk in. Right? I believe and I know now God can do it. I challenge you for that today. Let me share with you with some share with you somebody else. Uh, just for an example. If we could do a case study. Who believes that same thing? David. David says as he's running from Paul in Psalm 63, 6 through 11, he says, on my bed, so we got to lay down sooner or later. I know he's like, there's nothing I can do. This guy's chasing me. He's trying to kill me. He says, on my bed, I remember you. I could go to sleep mad and upset, but on my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night because you are my help. I know it's not nobody else, right? Even Jonathan can't help me through this, right? You are my help. I sing in the shadow of your wings. Some of us can sing through it. I know sometimes I got to sing through some of the situations. I, some of us, we can, we can sing. He, he says, I sing through the shadows of your wings. I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. Those who want to kill me or that which wants to kill me, David says, he's our case study, he will or they will be destroyed. They will go down to the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the sword and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. I will rejoice. I'm going to make it. I believe and I know. This is the consolation I have in you. I've seen what you've done. 
I fought those. I fought that bear and beat it. Lion and beat it as well. I, I, I'm king. I don't even know how I got. I know what you can do. That was impossible, and you did it. The king will rejoice in God. All who swear by God will glory in him, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. One more verse I want to read to you from 2 Corinthians. It says in 3, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember this, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. It's important to remember he does comfort us if you, if you go get it. Who comforts us in all our troubles. Those ones you think you can't tell nobody, perhaps he comforts us in all our troubles. Here Paul explains that this God of all consolation is the God who has known suffering from the inside in Jesus. And who thus provides comfort for all who are afflicted and empowers them to console others. That's good news because it says, I'm going to get through it. And then after I get through it, thank you, God. I already see what you're saying. I'm going to go console somebody else. Thank you for the victory and thank you for the more than the conqueror uh, uh, nudge that you're giving me in that verse. If... Companionship, courage, and consolation wasn't enough. God then says, I'm Jehovah Nissi. <laughs> That's good news. I'm going to go before you, and I'm going to win this battle for you if you give it to me. Matter of fact, I knew what was coming. I already knew it. I, already, I, I, I see it. I'm God. I knew the Malachites. I, I, I knew they were going to come after you guys. Trust me, I was the same God back when he saw. I was the same God. Wait, I knew it, but I I'm already went before you. Put the banner up. Put that banner up and know that I'm going to win it for you when you give it to me. Here's how good God is. Make a memorial. Something to look back and smile at and praise me for. Something to play to, Right? Because if you know, because knowing what God has done for you. I, I love the memorial thing in, in the text. When we can take things that God has done, and we can just look back at them and just get excited and happy all over again. I don't know, you know, if any of you have really needed God to, to show you that and give you encouragement and strength through tough times. But I, I like saying, God, I, I remember this. Hands back up again. God, I've I, I seen how you worked that out. Hands back up again. Let me go to work, and this thing's going to be all right. I'm, I'm going to make it. Uh, God, I, I, I know where you brought me from. Let me go up here and preach and share with you, God, because I know things are going to be all right. This is the God we serve. He's a banner that goes before us, and he will work everything out. As you stand to your feet, and the praise team comes, as you stand to your feet, I'm done. As you stand to your feet. I don't know how to take that laugh. I just really don't. <laughs> but as you stand to your feet, today is a day where you can come to this altar. And if there is an ailment, if there is a spiritual attack, those are real. They happen. It's not just hyperbole. 
there's a spiritual attack and something pulling you or holding on to you. And it's going to let you get to that promised land. And claim your firstborn rights. Jesus' firstborn, the rights we have in him. I just want to give you the answer today. It's Jesus. I just want to give you an opportunity to let us be your companions. Hold your arms up. Pray with you through those things. You don't have to leave here the same way you came. That's church. You do not have to leave here. This, you don't. You really don't. You do not have to leave here the same way you came in here. You can leave new. Scripture sometimes says afresh, right? You can leave those things at the altar, those burdens at the altar, what you've went through, and you can leave here different and changed. I just want to invite you up on this side. We'll pray with you. We'll be there with you, companions, in this battle together. Remember, they fought together. And Jacob was down there fighting with the sword. Y'all know what the sword means, right? That's what's fighting for us underneath it all, the promise of God's word. He's given us promises, right? My goodness. God is good, man. I tell you, he really, I would run up that. Yeah, God is good. Jacob's down there winning with the sword. The word, that's you're going to make it. I'm going to take care of you. Anybody who would like to come up here and pray on this side? Just want to be by yourself. That's what this side is for. You can come now as the praise team plays. (laughs) 